This is the Ice Blue Money Podcast with Greg Carter and Danny Bullock. Achieving your dream retirement is a lot like making the big leagues. To achieve your dreams, you need great coaches. Each week, Greg and Danny share insights to help you reach your financial goals and achieve your retirement dreams. Now, the Ice Blue Money Podcast with Greg Carter and Danny Bullock. And we are into another episode of the Ice Blue Money Podcast. Wanted to say that like a radio guy, right? Ice Blue Money Podcast. Love it. I'm Bill Seller, along with Greg Carter and Danny Bullock. Gentlemen, good to see you again. How are you? Outstanding. Best day of my life. And uh, as always, we thank you for listening because uh, without you, it's just three guys hanging out and talking. So we, uh, <laughs> we <laughs> it's not always a bad. We really thing, appreciate. Though. No, no, it's not bad. But uh, it's great to have you along as well. And again, uh, don't forget to hit subscribe, like, follow, whatever, so you don't miss an episode when it comes out. And we talk about on this podcast, we talk about retirement. Which, uh, let's say you stumbled across this in your thirty, and you're thinking, "Oh, retirement, man, that's for old people." Well, let me tell you something. If I had been able to talk to guys like Greg and Danny when I was thirty. I probably wouldn't still be working and talking to Greg and Danny right now. So uh, I'm nothing personal, fellas. I'm just saying. <laughs> or you'd be talking to us from a yacht in the South. Exactly, right. exactly. So it's never too soon to start thinking about it. So what we try to do on the podcast is not just talk about how to get to retirement, but how to get through retirement with most of your money still intact. So we've got we got some things coming up today, too, especially for folks that are maybe just starting to build that retirement plan. Or if you have a plan that isn't going so well, might have some tips that uh, kind of make you go, hmm, I hadn't thought about that. So we're, we'll get to that here in a minute. But uh, we always like to start out with something a little, little uh, a little out of left field, shall we say. For instance, the uh, good folks at the Michigan State Police want to remind you, don't climb into a toilet. Mm. Seems like something that the police no, no, shouldn't no. be concerned about. But uh, you would think that would go unsaid. But apparently a lady in Michigan lost her Apple Watch, not just in a toilet, man, but in an outhouse, which if you know anything about them, is a hundred times worse than a toilet. Uh, she went in after it, and she got stuck inside. And uh, first responders had to tear out the toilet and use a strap to pull her out. Uh, the, one of the guys was heard saying, if you lose an item in an outhouse toilet, do not attempt to venture inside the contaminant area. Serious injury may occur. Wow. <laughs> this I, is I, a true story. I wonder at when it was all said and done, um, did she feel like it was worth it? I, there's some things yeah. that I'm, I'm lying. There's not a lot I do for uh, my phone. You know, if, if, if it, you know, falls out the window while I'm driving, I may go back and try to find it. I'll get a new one in the morning. You want me to stick my hand where to get my, uh, no, um, who's calling me? Who's calling yeah, me that right. I need to get my phone that bad right then? I, oh man. It, it just, I know we're laughing and we're cracking jokes. I really, she, she got some, some, some issues, man. I'm not sticking my hand in a porta potty. Oh my hate, lord! Hate to hate to miss a TikTok. Well, wow. now you got to get all types of tetanus shots and stuff like that because God knows what you've just been covered in. Yeah, goodness. Wow. Yeah, all I can say is what my grandmother used to say: "Bless her heart." <laughs> That's right. Anyway, I brought that story up because if you thought you were having a crappy day i couldn't hear all, all i'm sorry yeah just 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 leave a tip and i'll, I'll oh. go away <laughs> so <laughs> is that all we gotta do that's even oh. bad for me I, i'm even embarrassed for me okay anyway moving that on uh, we have uh something that 
I, I wish somebody had been able to talk to me about it. And this gets back to what I said at the top of the podcast, because I'm very serious about this is planning sooner, planning better for my retirement. And, you know, retirement is where we go when we're done working. So it's kind of like our second home, right? I mean, we, we're, we're not going to work anymore. We don't have paychecks coming in all the time. So we've got to go rely on that home that we built. And the question is, how do you help people build that solid financial house? Yeah, great question, Bill. We, we've got really six keys, key, six steps that we use to help people uh, build that solid financial house. And it has less to do with, you know, whether you walk in the door with, you know, a bunch of money in your portfolio. These things are things everybody should have. And the first one is, is proper protection. There's a stat I found the other day that said 48% of mortgage foreclosures, 48% of all business failures, and 60% of all bankruptcies are due to the financial impact of critical illness. Medicine's gotten great over the last 20, 30, 50 years. And so when people have heart attacks, strokes, cancer, in a lot of cases, they recover from that. But what's left behind the financial impact of somebody Losing income from being out of work, uh, incremental uh, medicine uh, cost, uh, medical bills. Maybe you got to pay somebody to come in and help uh, take care of the person. It's devastating to a family. So proper protection is the first thing we look for. And what I mean simply by that is that there are some insurance coverages, either through life insurance or long term care or other things that provide that family a way to access dollars when there is that traumatic health event that would affect the family. And so proper protection, we believe, is the foundation of any solid financial house you're going to build. And that usually starts off as the roof. Uh, you know, when you're looking at a house in itself, you know, if you have holes there, then, you know, just going to have a hole lot of problems that add on to uh, just the foundation of your house. The second point we always like to uh, address is, and you've heard me say this a bunch of times, is just an emergency fund. And, and one of the things, the more you know, we do this, the more I've done it, uh, the more I've studied about, you know, just emergency funds. You know, they said like one in five Americans uh, don't have an emergency fund and 37 percent of Americans uh, don't have enough money to cover a $400 emergency if needed. And so think about what that means, you know, in everyday living. And that's, you know, you lose a tire on, on the truck or something like that. And you need to replace it. Water heater goes. One of those two things happen, which is really, you know, every day can happen to anybody. How thrown off will your whole bottom line be because of that? And so we always like to talk about making sure that your overall expenses are covered no matter what. And that starts with having a really solid savings um, strategy going in. And I tell people all the time, people, oh, well, Danny, again, I, I don't make enough money to save and I can't afford, you know, to put money aside. I'm like, you can't afford not to. You know, this isn't a, you know, when I get there, I'll start. Doing, we, we have to do it now. And even if it's $25, $50 a week, I'm telling people, you're not going to miss that $25 a week unless you're living that tight. And there are some circumstances, you know, uh, at the beginning, when I first got into this industry, I saw. But for the most part, the individuals that I'm working with now, you're not going to miss that money. But I'm telling you, in the event that something happens, you're going to wish you saved it. And so having a solid emergency fund and not just an emergency fund, but a savings plan that you're doing systematically is imperative for building a strong financial house. 
Yeah, absolutely. And then the, the third key that we look for, Bill, and, and work with clients on is saving for retirement. And everybody says, duh, of course you need to save for <laughs> retirement. But doing that in a way that you maximize your efforts for saving and you minimize the risk, uh, because we all know what the stock market has a history of doing. In fact, I saw a stat that said between 1980 and 2018, the U.S. stock market experienced 37 negative corrections. Wow. So how can a retirement saver count on, you know, a 401k, a 403b, thrift savings plan, you name it, uh, if there's going to be volatility uh, in the investments inside of that retirement account? And so as we talked about before, we want to save via work, but we also want to do it wisely and do it uh, in a way that we can minimize risk. And we've got several tools and uh, solutions that we work with clients on so that they can make sure their money is there. What, what about when, when you talk to folks and, you know, Danny, you just said you got to save for this or have everyday funds, right? The emergency fund. And then Greg, you're saying we want to save for retirement. Do people just kind of think, wow, I don't know if I have enough to save for all of that or is saving for those two things done differently? Yeah, absolutely. Saving for retirement is is being crystal clear about a certain percentage of your income before you bring it home is going to go to retirement and we'll help you derive that. Uh, the the liquidity piece, the emergency fund, we like to tell people three to six months of savings, uh, three to six months of your monthly income in savings. Very hard to do, but once you get get it there, it's power. That's liquid. That's money you want to have on hand. Retirement money is long range savings that you're not going to access until retirement. Yeah, and one of the things that you know I try to train uh, people I work with when they're looking at their savings is you got to get in the habit of paying yourself first. Don't, yeah. you know, pay all of your bills and things of that nature and then look to, uh, oh, well, I'm going to save what's left. No, 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 no. Pay yourself first. And then whatever you have left, you live off. And that takes us to our next point, you know, with eliminating debt. If you can get to a point where you are paying yourself first, putting aside for savings and retirement first, and then whatever is left in that bucket of money, you learn to use that to, you know, to purchase things, you know, you won't find yourself in so many issues with debt. You know, it's funny. I read a stat the other day that said, I think um, Americans uh, have about seven over 17 trillion dollars uh, worth of debt at the end of the second quarter of this year. And I just thought wow. when I first read it, I thought the number was wrong. I said maybe it was billions and my eyes tricked me. And I looked at it again and no, it's $17 trillion in debt. And so one of the things that we talk to, uh, you know, individuals we work with is you got to find a way to eliminate debt. And, and there are some debt that, you know, is good. You buy a house, you have equity, things of that nature, and that's fine. But long term, when we start looking at uh, things that can derail your retirement and, you know, getting to live the life of your dreams, debt can do that. If you're carrying uh, credit card debt and you got high interest rates on these credit cards and you're just paying the minimum payment every month, you're never going to achieve the financial freedom uh, you need with that, those things hanging over your head. And so I really we come up with a, a payoff plan and then we you look to use that money that they're already paying off. You know, instead of putting it back into your pocket, we slide it into either your savings or your, another retirement bucket. And so now it goes to uh, aid to you building your wealth instead of taking away from it. So you got to come up with a plan to eliminate debt. Absolutely. 
And then the next key uh, bill that we we look to work with clients on is tax free savings. And, you know, I'm a big proponent of that. Uh, If we're if we're building all of this money for the future for retirement and it's on a pre-tax basis, uh, we could be creating what we call a tax bomb for ourselves in the future. And so to avoid that, we want people to save in vehicles. Uh, that will be after tax funded. So you you fund or save with dollars that have already been taxed out of a paycheck, for instance. But on the back end, when we look forward 10, 20, whatever the number is for your retirement, you'll be able to enjoy withdrawals from that money on a tax free basis. And, th- and that's really what we look for. Things like Roth IRAs, cash value, life insurance, uh, even real estate, if you set it up properly. Properly, So that's our key number five, save for retirement, but also have some tax free savings uh, that will have the option to maybe withdraw first in retirement. And, and the last key, I think, kind of wraps all of this stuff up. And it's something that we preach, you know, um, endlessly is just the state preservation. And a lot of people you know, often resist, you know, wanting to get a will and, you know, a state plan set up because they never realize, you know, well, I don't have enough to, um, you know, need a will or anything like that. And I just want to say, you know, uh, I lost my father uh, almost about going on two months ago. And, you know, it's a process in itself. And we're, we're just in the beginning stages of dealing with this new normal. But one of the things that he was able to give us because his estate plan was taken care of, you know, and I made sure of it is he gave us the right to grieve. This is like his last gift to us. You know, we didn't have to worry about what he wanted done. We didn't have to worry about what, you know, trying to track down any assets or anything like that, that he may have had, you know, all of these things were in order. And so we could just, you know, grieve the loss of our father. And I think when you start to think about estate planning along those lines, who's depending on you? Do you have minor children? Do you have a home? You know, is there debt that still needs to be paid if something happens to you? There needs to be a plan for all of these things. And if you love your family and your loved ones and they depend on you, you get a chance to leave them one last gift. And that's really with squaring away your estate plan. And that's having a will, having the healthcare proxy, the power of attorney, you know, all of those things that go into it. And then if needed, some components or aspects of a trust. Those things are invaluable when it comes to your family dealing with uh, the loss of a, such an important family member. We don't want to deal with those things. Yeah, that's so true. And there's yeah. a quote to close that out. Uh from Lynn Manuel Miranda, he was the, the playwright who brought us the uh, play Hamilton that everyone loves. And he said, legacy, what is legacy? Is planting seeds in a garden that you never get to see. And I think that's what you're talking about, Danny, there. And uh, it, it's so important. And so when you are thinking about where to start, and we always talk about this stuff, start with a conversation. Uh, and if it's you don't know any you know, body or anything like that. I mean, we, we talk to you guys every week and I'm pretty sure Bill's going to tell you how to, you know, get in contact with us. But, you know, I think that's the first thing you have to do is start to have a conversation to get your house, you know, financially in order. Mm -hmm. Well, 
and, and if you don't mind me jumping in here, though, the last thing that you just mentioned about the estate planning thing, I lost both my folks about six months apart from each other. Wow. wow. And uh, my mom was, <laughs> to, to get back to Greg, bless her heart, my mom was a <laughs> wonderful lady. And I mean, over, over the top organized kind of lady, right? Mm-hmm. She, um, we used to make fun of her because I'm an only child. So she kept trying to have that talk with me about what they were doing to, to plan their final days, right? Mm-hmm. This was years before they, they passed away, but they, they were good at getting ready for this stuff. She had everything that I needed. And we used to tease her about it. It looked like one of those, uh, like what you see in a movie where the, the guy's got the nuclear codes handcuffed to his wrist, one of those silver briefcases, you know, <laughs> She's, mm-hmm. that's what she had was one of those briefcases that, you know, couldn't, couldn't burn in a fire, couldn't be dented, none of that mm-hmm. stuff. And, but I will tell you that as an only child, when I opened that up after she passed, because she passed after my dad, taking care of what I, and I, I mean nothing flippant by it, but the business of death, right, which is yeah. what you have to deal with when your, your family members move on, was incredibly easy because the very first thing on the top of that were the 10 people I had to reach out to, to take care of closing things, letting people know, moving on, getting accounts shut down or transferred, and with everything that I needed. And I got to tell you, that was so invaluable. I mean, there's no price I could have put on that, that I had nothing to do, like Danny said, except just grieve the loss of my parents because I didn't have to think about any of that stuff. And that's that was a tremendous help at a time of needing it. So yeah. I don't, I don't totally- mean, I'm not trying to say that to, to bring anybody down. I'm just talking about it. I'm agreeing with Danny, man. Doing If you can do that for the folks that are left behind when you leave, it is such a big help. Oh, it is. And, it, and to Danny's point, it allows you to go through the emotional processes you're going to go through. Um, but that, that's just brilliant that your mom would, would have that, um, y- you know, that direction. Um, now she, she also had like, they were big social people and threw all the parties in her neighborhood. And she still had little notebooks of who attended the Christmas party in 1974 and what was served at dinner that night. But you know, she was well organized. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not, yeah. I wish I were kidding about that, but as Deion Sanders would say, your mother keeps receipts. So she, yes, yeah, she does. <laughs> <laughs> keeps track of, you know, who's showing up. So don't, don't, yeah. don't come in here so, crying all over the casket and you didn't show up to dinner yeah. in 1978. Sadly, uh, sa- sadly, she did keep those receipts and she kept the kind Dion talks about too, unfortunately with me. So <laughs> but anyway, at any rate, uh, Danny did mention it. The way you can find out more about these guys is to go to icebluemoney.com. You can find out more about Greg and Danny and what they can do to help you. And again, the website is icebluemoney.com. Com. And uh, so hopefully you have learned something today, something about getting ready for retirement, something about what it takes to to build that solid financial house to get you through retirement. And most importantly, please, if you've learned nothing else, do not chase your watch into an outhouse. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying, God, no, you no. know, I'm just saying. <laughs> they will replace it. She might not have had insurance. So that, that might be part of it. That's part of well, the story. But still, we're le- yeah, on. I know. I'm not going in there after it. Just, yeah, man, no, no. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> but again, on the way out here, go ahead, hit your like, subscribe, follow button. It'll let you know when the next episode is ready. And gentlemen, always a pleasure. And remember, the future depends on what you do today. Keep believing in what you're building, guys, and you're going to do fine. 
You've been listening to Greg Carter and Danny Bullock and the Ice Blue Money Podcast, helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of investment and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any comments regarding safety and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advice products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. No legal advice options or recommendations are being made in respect to this proposal. You should consult your tax professional or attorney concerning such advice and opinions.